Oh man, I'm choking tonight. Holy cow. Oh, what is going on everyone? Welcome to another round of the Union Underground Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, uh, taking the time to tune in and give us another listen. Um, we're definitely a work in progress, but continue getting uh, supportive words of encouragement from you folks, so I guess we're still on the right track here. Um, real quick side note for everyone, um, this is episode number 10. Yep, that's right. We've made it 10 full episodes along with extra stuff that we've uh, put in there uh, along the way uh, of our little road trip here for prepping and survival, um, and you guys are still here. Uh, so thank you for that. It means the world to me. Um, now, when I started this show, um, when I started this, uh, I'd planned to change things up about every 10th, uh, after the every 10th episode. Uh, so having said that, uh, this will be kind of like our season finale show, uh, for season one next week. We're not going to take time off. Uh, next week, we're going to go right into season two, uh, same underground time, same underground channel. Same, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, having to hit buttons and stuff. Um, but uh, next week, we're going to uh, kick off the show with a new intro. Uh, be a normal episode, but it's going to uh, have a different sound to it. So when you uh, fire up next episode, next week's show, uh, it's going to kick off with a different uh, intro song and everything. So don't freak out on us. Um, it It's still Union Underground Podcast. Uh, I just like to change things up. Um, I like change. I don't like getting complacent in one setting. I like different variety and stuff. You know, basically, I just like to keep things spicy for y'all. So there you go. Different uh, sound next week. Uh, Hopefully, things will run a little bit smoother, too. Getting uh, getting these buttons and stuff down. Maybe I should practice with them more and play around with them. It's just so hard, man, with life and stuff. But it's the way it goes. Apparently, I'm doing a good job because y'all are listening. So... I'm cool with that if y'all are cool with it yourselves. All right, so uh, <clears throat> see on this episode, uh, and honestly, I cannot believe we have not talked about it yet. And believe me when I say I know I dropped the ball here. Um, I uh, had been getting emails and comments from people and stuff like that, and side notes uh, about bug out bags. And I'm like, I did an episode of bug out bags, and they're like, No, you didn't. And um. I got to looking back in my notes because, uh, of course, I can always go back on Anchor, Spotify, whatever, and listen to the episodes. But like I've said before, I don't listen to the episodes. Once I record this and I post it, I don't go back and listen to it. So if there's something wrong with the show, guys, I'm counting on y'all to let me know and I'll re-record it if I need to or see what adjustments I need to make. Uh, but I do keep all of my notes that I type up for the show uh, I saved them in a folder, so I went through all of my notes this past week, and turns out I have not done an episode on bug out bags. So we're going to talk about bug out bags tonight. Uh, I know most of y'all uh, probably have one already, ready to go, sitting by the door, sitting in the closet. Uh, but I am sure there are some of y'all out there that really don't know where to start, and that's okay. Um, I didn't know where to start, man. I had to do a lot of research, ask a lot of questions. Um and then just slowly started learning from there. So I'm going to try to save y'all uh, some of the hassle with the researching and stuff and just try to break it down in an easy, manageable manageable way to put one together for y'all, okay? Um, but before we jump into that there, uh, let's uh, <clears throat> make sure that we get all the uh, little cheap plugs and stuff out of the way real quick. Um. Make sure that you go over and you like, subscribe, and follow the show on whichever platform you are listening on, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, or one of the many other services that are out there. I know we're on a bunch of them. Uh, Also, uh, share us. Share the show. Copy the link on uh, whatever platform you're listening on. Every platform has got that option to share the show. Copy that link. Go into your social media. Post it on there. You know, get the word out there, guys. Um... Also, uh, make sure uh, uh, get you some uh, underground Union Underground stickers. Um, sorry, once again, 
Lost in my notes there. I'm just going too fast and reading ahead of myself. Sorry. Uh, you can share us that way. Um, I know all the cool kids are getting them and putting them on everything. Um, I carry them on me, and then I stick them on random things that I know has a high traffic flow, like uh, soda machines, Coke machines. <laughs> um, was in a restaurant today. I stuck one on a pole as you walk into the restaurant, and it's sticking right there now. Along, And I even had my Union Underground shirt on uh, while we were sitting there eating today. And I was just like, they're going to put two and two together. No, I did that, and I can't deny it, but whatever. Um, but no one said anything, so it's all good. Maybe they just didn't notice it yet. But, um, yeah, I stick stickers on everything as I'm walking around uh, just to get the word out there. So get you some stickers and promote that way. Um, <clears throat> also, we are getting shirts done up. Uh, so we'll be having those for sale very soon. And uh, wristbands should be here hopefully by this week uh, that's what i'm counting on according to shipping and everything they're supposed to come in sometime this week so if you order stickers and you got your stickers uh be expecting a package uh hopefully very very soon with wristbands in there um and we are working on getting um decals window decals uh, uh so um so you can put one on your car if uh, that's the route you want to go and uh um promote that way Put one on your car. All this. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys. My throat is so dry tonight, and I've been drinking water nonstop. Anyways, yeah, window decals for your car. Uh, get you one of them, uh, and I do know all the cool kids have them. So uh, yeah, get your stickers, get your window decals when we get shirts done up. Uh, order some shirts. Wear shirts. Look cool, man. Get you the wristbands. All right. Hold up. Wait a minute. Okay, okay, sorry. I know. <clears throat> I said in the beginning, I'm not doing this for monetary gain. Yes, the shirts, the decals, uh, wristbands, stuff like that, they will be for sale. Um, but it is. I'm not doing this for monetary gain. All right, so let me get that out of the way. I'm not pocketing any of the money that we make slinging this stuff, all right? This is simply to support the podcast. To run a podcast and to make it a successful podcast, yes, you can do one for free, but the more money you invest into it, the more successful it has potential of being. Um, sorry, this music right in my headphones and it's loud. Um, so, um, you know, basically what we're doing is we're, we're going to be selling stuff for the show to help support the show, um, and all that money is going to go back into the show. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm like I said, I'm not gonna pocket any of it. We're going to uh, use it to uh, purchase stuff that we need, like uh, mics, headphones, um, even uh, booking guests on here. Because I know some guests that we're wanting to book here, uh, they require a fee, and I'm cool with that because I really want them on the show. Um, but we got to get the money for them and everything. And um, believe me when I say I am spending my own money right now on the show, and I'm okay with that. I totally am. Does not bother me. But you know. A little bit helps here and there. All right. Um, <clears throat> also, we are going to be launching a website very, very soon. We are actually working on getting it designed, developed, and designed up. Um, looking good so far. I'm super excited about that there. Uh, but that right there, that takes sweet moolah to keep it up and running. So, um <clears throat> You know, I type these notes up, and for some reason, they're just not making any sense right now as I'm reading them. Um, but anyways, yeah, no, I'm not trying to make any money because I do have a career myself, and that career takes takes care of me and my family, and we're comfortable, all right? Um, if I got to if I gotta spend more money on the show, cool, whatever. If not, you know, if, if I get listener support, awesome, all right? Also, if you have a product that you would like to come on the show and talk about, or maybe you just want to come on the show and talk, don't hesitate to reach out to us at the Union Underground Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Now, back to the whole thing about uh, money and stuff. And I'm really not trying to push money on anybody right now. But at the advice of uh, our podcast serving, server team, uh, we've added, we did add a support button onto the show's page over on Anchor. Uh, so, um, once again, um, if you want to show the show some financial support, uh, head over there to anchor, um, and donate. Uh, I know on Facebook, I post the anchor 
link all the time. We are on, uh, once again, just go to Anchor, type in the Union Underground Podcast. We are right there, okay? Uh, so, yeah, it's not remotely required. I'm not making y'all pay for this in any way, okay? I'm not going to beg or uh, give y'all a guilt trip like uh, televangelists like to do to everyone, okay? Even though Jesus is watching you, and I'm sure there's three of y'all out there right now needing a blessing, needing a miracle to happen today. I know there are three individuals listening right now that's waiting on their blessing. And you know you have something tugging at your heartstrings, giving you a feeling in your gut to do it. And to get that blessing you must first send me a love offering of a thousand dollars to make that blessing happen. Well, thought I'd give it a try. Anyways, yeah. And my computer's messing up now. That's probably God best with me now. Santa shouldn't have done that. But whatever. You know how talent evangelists are. Guilt trip you get money. No, guys. <clears throat> not trying to get money out of y'all. Just listener support. Help promote the show. Or uh, help financially support the show and everything. Sorry. Been a long day. All right. So, let's get on to bug out bags. All right. Now, before we start, let me say... Uh, some of these items that we're going to cover on today's show, uh, these items are seasonal. Um, you'll definitely need to rotate some of the items uh, halfway throughout the year, depending on uh, where you are in the world, where you live. Um, but that's good because uh, you'll need to check your supplies anyways to make sure that they are up to par and not going bad like batteries and stuff like that. Um, and uh, believe me, you'll have the same thoughts as I'm having while working on these notes. Um, man, my notes are all jacked. I should have spell checked this bad. Um, anyways, uh, like I said earlier, uh, about thinking that I had already done this show, done a show on bug out bags. Um, you're going to hear a lot of this stuff repeated that you've heard in the past, especially on episode one. Um, but that was, um, uh, EDC bags, everyday carries and get home bags. A lot of the stuff that are, that are in those bags are going to be in your bug out bag. <clears throat> and it is very important to have your bug out bag because there's going to be some stuff in your bug out bag that is not in your EDC and it is not in your get home bag. All right. So bug out bags. The first thing you are going to hang on. There we go. Uh, the first thing you were going to need for your bug out bag is a bag. All right, you are going to need a sturdy, waterproof. Um, I personally prefer a military tactical style bag. Um, you can find these things on Amazon or in a military surplus store, 511. Um, there's a lot of uh, great companies out there that make great uh, tactical bags, military style uh, tactical bags, good sturdy uh, fabric, um, waterproof. <clears throat> you also want to make sure that the shoulder straps have got good padding on them for comfort. And uh, you want to get something that has a uh, support strap to go around your waist. Also, make sure that that has got good padding on it, too. You want that bag to hug against your body whenever you're wearing it, especially for uh, back support because they are going to have some weight to them, all right? Um, also, uh, remember you are going to be on foot, uh, most likely days, if not weeks, and possibly indefinitely in a grid-down SHTF situation. Uh, nothing... Uh, Nothing is certain with uh, what we have planned out, whether it's in our head or on paper. So you definitely want to make sure that your bag is comfort uh, comfortable on your body. <clears throat> they have different sizes, different styles, um, things like that. So definitely do your research on a bag if you don't already have one. And uh, make sure that you find one that works for you. All right, so first on the list, we're going to cover food and water. All right, now you're going to want three days supply of non-perishable food, healthy canned goods and non-BPA line cans, <clears throat> other shelf, other and other self. I'm sorry, 
other shelf-sustainable foods. Um, you're going to want high-nutrition energy bars, even MREs, uh, like the boxed ready-to-eat meals that uh, soldiers carry. Uh, now, you're going to want three-day supply of food per family member. So if there's a family of four, you are going to need, you know, if you eat three times a day, you're going to need 12 meals. All right? And each person's going to have to carry, I'm sorry, take that back. You're going to need, why can I do math? I should have wrote this math out. Anyways, three days worth of food per person, per bag. There you go. Now, my math is off tonight. I'm really tired. It's been a crazy weekend. Anyways, um, next you're going to want a portable water filter system. Um, now, on this here, I'm not going to go into depth on that there. You know, we got the live straws. We got all kinds of options out there. There is an episode that you can go back on about water purification and water storage uh, that's a little bit more in-depth on that subject. So definitely go back and give that episode a listen. Um, like I said a second ago, life straws are great. They're small, compact, go fit right in your bag. We all have one in our bags here at home. They're awesome. Uh, also, chemical water purification tablets or drops. Uh, like I mentioned in the other episode about water purification, bleach is a good, cheap drop alternative uh eight drops of bleach per gallon of water eight to ten drops per gallon of water um put the drops in there shake it up let it set for about 30 minutes boom you're ready to go start drinking might have a funny little taste but it's better than nothing uh you also want to get yourself a collapsible water bag or bladder those things you can find relatively cheap uh, walmart has them all right so uh get you that uh stainless steel water bottles for each family member um, those are great to have. Um, even a, a stainless steel uh, water bottle is good for boiling water, um, but it's not boiling a lot at a time and you need water for uh, each family member. But anyways, stainless steel water bottles, great alternative to carry on you. They're lightweight, put water in them, still pretty lightweight there. Um, not too much bacteria grows on stainless steel or in it if you take care of it. Uh, stainless steel bowl or pot, which is great for boiling water. Once again, you're going to want a spork, a, a spork multi-tool utensil. You can find those on Amazon. A lot of this stuff you can find on Amazon. You can find it at Walmart, Army Surplus Tours and stuff. So I'm not going to say that after every item I talk about. Um, a field knife. Get you a good field knife. Now, a lot of people are going to tell you you need. A lot of people are going to tell you that you need to go out and spend. 80 to $150 on a field knife or any kind of knife, and that is BS, all right? Find you something that is budget-friendly, something that works for you, all right? Some of the cheapest knives I've bought are some of the best knives that have held up still to this day 10 years later, and they were cheap Walmart knives, so keep that in mind, all right? You also want to get you a collapsible fishing kit to carry with you, all right? They can be small and compact, or you can just build you a small little fishing kit, get you some twine, some hooks, um, and you can actually uh, put you could actually make you a small enough collapsible fishing kit to fit in like an Altoids box um, to carry in your bag. Great to have a very uh, effective, compact, portable, lightweight. There you go. Portable stove, um, kind of optional, really. Um, I mean, if you know how to build a fire, you know how to, you know, put stuff over a fire with rocks and stuff. Don't really need to spend the money on a portable stove. I just put it on here as an optional uh, thing to have. They are they are nice to have, but it's not a life or death situation because there are hundreds of other alternatives. Um, I always look at things as people survived years without a portable stove. So that's how I look at a lot of this stuff whenever I'm putting together my bug out bag. Anyways, uh, fuel for your stove. You are going to need that. You're going to need a solid fuel, some kind of fire starters, ferro rods, waterproof matches, or patrol petroleum-soaked cotton ball for DIY fires, uh, fire starters. Um, if you do not know how to build a fire, you please, please, please practice this skill. It is not as easy as a lot of people thinks that, think that it is, um, especially in certain weather conditions. Um, I've met a lot of people that um, try to start a fire, and they just don't know how to do it. Um, I go over, and I'll just fire one up in a matter of seconds, and they're like, how'd you do that? And I'm like, I've been doing this for years, so... Definitely, guys, practice. If you don't know how to build a fire, if you think you know how to build a fire, go practice. Because if you think you do, chances are you don't. And that's not a knock at you or anything. It's just people that have to use the term, I think 
I know how to do something that's showing some denial, which is most likely they don't know how to do it. So what you need to be able to say is, I know how to build a fire. I can build a fire and say it with confidence and be confident about it. All right. So if you if you think you know how to build a fire, go practice and sharpen up your skills at the minimal. Okay. Um, multi-purpose tool with a knife, can opener, screwdriver, etc. I talked about this. I've talked about this in multiple episodes. Uh, Walmart's got a great one for ten bucks by Ozark. It is a um, uh, multi-tool. It's got pliers on it, knife blade, can opener, screwdriver, flathead Phillips, little saw, file, all kinds of cool stuff on it. Works great. I have a ton of these things. I buy them all the time. They're great. I'll even buy one just to have an extra one in a package laying around somewhere. And also, you're going to want to put you some waterproof Ziploc bags. Now, on the Ziploc bags, I prefer the freezer bags, the gallon size freezer bags, because you can put more in a gallon size freezer bag, and the freezer bags actually are thicker and sturdier. Uh, they have uh, sturdier plastic walls and stuff, and they, they lock together better. Yeah, that's just my opinion. All right. Uh, warmth and shelter onto that, leaving from food and water and stuff of that nature. Uh, warmth and shelter, you're going to want a lightweight tent. Now, we've looked at tents just to go camping, and them things pack some weight, especially when you got a, a you know a family of four or five. I know a lot of people are like, well, I want you know a big tent where we can all sleep together. That's cool, but that's a lot of weight you're going to be having to carry on your back for one person to carry because you can't... I mean, you could divide that tent up amongst other people, but... Yeah, it's not worth it. What if you get separated? Somebody walks off with some of the the the, the support pieces for, it and another person runs off with the actual tent part. A lightweight tent for everyone, like a, a little one man tent or a two man tent. If you've got little kids, you're going to want them sleeping with you anyways, with the, the as the parents. So just a lightweight tent, especially for the adults and the older kids that are you know capable of sleeping by themselves. Um, each person should have their own little tent. Um, on uh, in their bag you can actually find these things a bivy tents emergency tents they weigh next to nothing and they just they'll they'll even hook onto your bag onto the like a like a hook or something like that onto your bag also a sleeping bag a good uh sleeping bag now depending upon what region of the country or the world for all my international listeners depending upon what uh area you live in uh sleeping bags are going to be different for you, um, some people live like us here in Texas. <laughs> it's hot. Um, really, don't need a sleeping bag too much now. I would, I would still have one on me. Uh, you know, during the spring, summer months, even though it's really hot at night here um, in the wintertime, you know, I would need one to stay warm. But I'm not going to need one for sub-zero climates. So, you know, look into the sleeping bags for your region. What would work best for you for what time of the year? Something that would be more kind of in the middle. All right, that you don't you because you don't necessarily want one for sub-zero temperatures if if you have temperature fluctuations or you can just buy multiple sleeping bags and change them out every year if you got the if you got the expense to do that. Um I don't and I'm not going to like I say I try to keep this as budget friendly as possible. Um emergency waterproof blanket or a space blanket. I know I've talked about the space blankets a lot. Those are those silver blankets that look like a big piece of foil. Um, they are great for retaining, uh, body heat. Um, and I mean, they fold up very, I mean, even in my, I've got them in bags. I mean, you can, you can put one of them in your pocket and wouldn't even know it's there. They're flat and so compact. Uh, tarp tarps are great for shelter making. All right. Um, even if you were to get, not do the lightweight tent, you can use that tarp and build a tent with the tarp. Um, tarps are great to have. I would say a good big tarp for each bag they do have a little weight to them but they million uses out of them things uh hand warmers uh once again that's a seasonal thing but they are good to have gloves um you're going to need my thing is you're going to need two pairs of gloves you're going to need a pair of gloves for seasonal for the warmth to keep your hands warm and you're also going to want to have a pair of gloves uh like a pair of working gloves and you want to keep those in your bag year round Especially when it comes to cutting brush, cutting wood, uh, moving stuff, grabbing stuff. Um, you want a pair of good leather working gloves, all right? Um, next, you're going to want a 100 feet. I know the one of the, a lot of the lists say 50 feet. 
I like to overkill with my paracord. I love paracord. Paracord is like my, one of my favorite things in the world to have. I use that stuff. It gets me out of so many jams. Um, get yourself a good 100 feet of paracord. All right. The stuff is cheap. You can get you 100 foot of paracord at Walmart for like under five bucks. Super cheap, reliable. It's great. And I'll give you an example of how paracord has saved my butt. Um, we actually bought a bed for our daughter. Um, I guess it was like last week or whatever. We drive over to the people's house to get the bed and I forgot my load straps, left them in the garage hanging. I was like, crap. Well, on my, um, organizer on the backseat of my truck, I had a spool that I, I printed the spool with my 3d printer wrapped about a hundred feet of paracord around it. And I had it hanging on a little clamp hook on my organizer and we were looking at the bed and realizing it wasn't going to fit. We was going to strap it down. I was like, crap, I forgot my straps. What am I going to do? And then it hit me. I was like, oh, yeah, paracord. Boom. Had a knife. Cut it up. Tied it down. We were good to go. So, yes, paracord is great for um, emergency situations. I've It's gotten me out of so many jams, folks. So many jams. All right. Next on that list, we're going to get ourselves a good hatchet or a machete. Um we have both. We have hatchets and we have machetes. Actually, my wife has the machete. She wanted one for Christmas a few years ago. No clue why, but I bought her one. And no, I don't even know where it's at. It's probably not a good thing that I don't know where it's at. Because she has it. And yeah, so if, if, if I go up missing, there you go. I'm just kidding. She wouldn't do anything to me. She loves me. I think. I should check into that. Anyways... Uh, you're going to need a good knife sharpening stone. Also with your knife sharpening stone, you're going to get you a little thing of oil to, uh, put on that stone, uh, to keep it, uh, good and lubed up while you're, while you're sharpening your stone. All right. Um, extra change of clothes. Now we're not going, uh, we're not going to be packing for a week long vacation. All right. We're going to want a change of clothes that we can change into when they get too dirty, um, or get wet, you know, um, Learn how to roll them up real good and tight. Tie them down with rubber bands or whatever and stick them in there. Um, but definitely have your change of clothes on you. Um, I say a couple of extra changes. Um, rain poncho or other durable waterproof uh, outer uh, shell layers. All right. Um, me, I prefer just a poncho um, versus carrying a whole waterproof suit. Uh, waterproof suits, extra weight. But some people would prefer that, and that's cool. All right, nothing wrong with that. Uh, also, get you a, a warm and lightweight winter jacket and a warmth layer of wool or fleece. Now, once again, those those two things are going to be seasonal, and they are going to be uh, uh, they're going to be um, you know according to where you live. You know, once again, here in Texas, other than this last year, we don't get much of a winter. It gets you know, low thirties, maybe, maybe dip down into the high twenties, you know, a couple of times, but other than that, not too bad. So we don't need to dress like we're in, I don't know, North Dakota when it's negative 20. So different regions of the world, different regions of the country, um, you know, uh, adjust accordingly to what you need for your bag and your, your, uh, your area that you live in. Uh, you are also going to need two, at least Two sets, all right, of quick dry underwear per person. You are also going to need two pairs of wool hiking socks per person. Um, starting sturdy hiking shoes or boots. I prefer tactical boots. They are sturdy and they come all the way up my uh, ankle. You know, gives a good ankle support. I prefer boots versus a shoe because a boot gives you good ankle support. Um, also, you're going to want a hat, a good hat, like a, you know, I'm probably going to get yelled at for this. Here in Texas, we call them a toboggan or we call them a beanie. I know in other parts of the country, other parts of the world, a toboggan is a sled, I believe. Um, but like a stocking hat, stocking cap, I don't know, one of those things that go on your head and keep your head warm, so... Uh, and also, uh, you're going to want just a regular hat for sun protection during the summer months. Um, something else I want to cover real quick. Oh, yeah. On your uh, socks and stuff. Um, when it comes to, or uh, not your socks, your uh, 
hiking shoes and boots. Definitely want to have something that's waterproof. That's why I like boots too. They come up the ankle, waterproof. Water doesn't get down in there because you want to keep your feet dry as possible. All right. Um, next up from that on warmth and shelter. First aid and sanitation. All right. So, first aid and sanitation. All right. First off on that list, we are going to need a comprehensive first aid kit. Now, you know what's about to happen and what I'm about to say. So, folks, you need to save yourself a ton of time and head over to my medic. And let these folks get you covered on your first aid kit. And honestly, I didn't even plan on it coming out like that on the show. It's just I figured I because I'm I'm always trying to find a segue to get that plug in because of our agreement with the and sponsorship and everything. But yes, guys, save yourself some time with this first aid kit. Just like Tyson said on the episode where we had him on talking about the company. Um, you can go to Walmart and you can buy yourself a tackle box. Because that's what they're selling. It's a big plastic case. These are my medic bags. Before I run the ad for them, these bags come with the button straps uh, for like a mole bag that you can you can hook it onto your bug out bag or hook it onto your waist, and it, it's convenient right there. That alone is worth it to me. So, yep, my medic. All right, check them out right about now. What's going on, everybody? It's Mike from the Union Underground, and I want to take a second to talk to y'all about my friends over at MyMedic. MyMedic is your all-in-one medical bag supply kit. These packs have everything you are going to need in a medical emergency, and I mean everything. They have all types and sizes for just about every situation you could possibly be in, from working on a construction site to cycling, boating. They even have one specific for the range. And my personal favorite that they have on their list is one for all of our little fur babies. You serious, Clark? Yes, I am dead serious, Cousin Eddie. They have a pet medic bag. How awesome is that? My medic has thought of it all, and they've got you covered. I myself have the MyFact pack, and let me tell y'all, I cannot be more pleased with this product. Made right here in the good old US of A, MyMedic is the real deal. You'll get your dollar's worth with these bags. I promise you guys that. And because... I, along with my medic, love every one of y'all so much. We have teamed up to give y'all a special treat. If y'all head over to the link in the show's description, and I hope y'all are ready for this, these amazing folks are going to give you 20% off your order. Hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah, you heard me right. You heard me right there. 20% off your order, but you got to type Mike20 in the discount code box at your checkout. So I don't know why you still don't have your phone in your hand and heading over to the link in the show's description for my medic and getting your bag now. Unless you're driving, wait until you stop first, then head over and get your my medic bag. Shipping is super fast and easy. Oh yeah, and did I mention shipping is free right now on all orders over 49 buckaroos. You can't beat that. Don't forget to type Mike20 in the discount code box to get that 20% off your order. That's my medic. They've got you covered for your medical emergencies, and I promise y'all you won't be disappointed. All right. Well, there you go. My medic. Guys, go check them out. They will take a lot of the house, a lot of getting a first aid kit, and they've got you covered. Even in that my the my backpack. It's amazing. Anyways, back to our list here. First aid and sanitation. Prescriptions, guys. If you're on prescriptions, if you if um if you take prescriptions, uh, talk to your doctor, your physician, and you know tell them that you would like to have an emergency uh set up, or you know you'd like to have an extra prescription made out to have some extra on hand for an emergency situation. Um, and of course they're going to give you the the um thing of you know well it's only got a shelf life, and and that's true it does, but um you know ever so often you know take it or uh, get it redone and get it, keep it uh, refilled and everything. Uh, but you definitely want to keep those prescriptions because those things are going to be very, very hard to come by. Um, 
also you're going to want if you wear glasses you're going to want a spare set of glasses now if you're a contact person like i am and hate wearing glasses uh, my wife and i we're both contact people we hate wearing glasses but we're looking at the end of the world shtf grid down we ain't gonna be able to get contacts and we're going to just make do with what we got so have a pair of glasses spare pair of glasses on hand um even a uh uh eyeglasses repair kit keep one of those those are small and compact they're almost invisible in your bag uh also antibacterial wipes and ointment uh those are definitely a must-have i carry those things on me daily all day every day where i go uh splint sunscreen definitely need that folding shovel um now i know we don't need a folding shovel. It's not in first aid and sanitation. Actually, it's definitely a sanitation thing. If you got to go to the bathroom and you're out in the middle of nowhere, you're going to dig you a hole to go to the bathroom and then cover it back up. Um, there's your sanitation right there. Uh, kind of military style, you know. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, I ain't never going to the bathroom in a hole in the ground. Yeah, you will. Uh, Content soap. Uh, toothbrush. Extra toothpaste. Um... Also, uh, baking soda is great for um, uh, brushing your teeth and everything. Also, uh, a travel towel, just like an extra towel to carry on you. Hand sanitizer. Nail clippers. Nail clippers. Um, definitely will make sure that your nails stay trimmed. Um, I know a lot of people are like, well, I ain't going to be doing my nails and beautifying myself out there in, you know, in the middle of nowhere. No, but you definitely want to have nail clippers on you to keep your nails trimmed so you don't get stuff up under there because then you can get bacteria growing and then you'll get under your nail bedding and cause a whole it whole array of issues and stuff for your hands and fingers and stuff. And those are going to be a couple of things that you're going to definitely need. Um, also, for the ladies, sorry, fellas, I'm not trying to be gross or anything or put anybody on the spot, but tampons pads or a silicone menstrual cup all right uh now that will go into the ladies bag now uh fellas you can also put tampons in your bag and a lot of people are going to argue this all right uh tampons and pads should go into the men's bags too um they can actually be used in a basically a last ditch effort in a gunshot wound um jam that tampon down into the hole and it'll do its thing, uh, expanding out, and at least minimal help slow that blood loss down. Uh, cover it with a pad, which will help absorb the blood so it's not as messy. Um, once again, I know I'm going to have people argue that with me. Sorry, is what it is. Uh, I believe in that method. Now, I've never tried it. Thank God, and I hope and pray to God I don't ever have to go down that route. Also, toilet paper and wet wipes. Um, and last on first aid and sanitation, uh, contractor garbage bags like lawn bags, the big ones, like the big 55 gallon ones, the biggest ones you can find. All right, um, these bad boys are a game changer. All right, there's millions of uses for these. In fact, we'll probably do a show on just garbage bags alone in the near future. Um, I love these things. I go through about one big roll of them about every two weeks. Man, I'm I'm constantly using these things for everything. Um, even even if you don't get a tarp. You can actually use those bags, which are lightweight, um, pretty much a one-time use thing. But they are you, those; those are actually a, a decent alternative for a tarp, uh, for uh, shelter and stuff like that. Um, also, or next, sorry, uh, light lights, safety, and communications. Um, and I'll probably get some hate mail on this one here arguments about this but uh you're gonna want to whistle um they do make survival whistles that are very very loud i actually printed one on my 3d printer and fired it off in the house one time and that was enough for all of us because it hurt all of our ears it was so loud and i barely blew into it um two-way walkie-talkies now what i would prefer on that is versus just a regular two-way walkie-talkie um They've got different uh, radios out there that have multiple channels on them. Also, a ham radio, a little handheld ham radio with an antenna extender on it. Uh, we carry, um, we have a Bofang uh, ham radios and Bofang walkie-talkies. I think the walkie-talkies have like 20 channels on them. And we have actually got the frequencies all lined up with the ham radio to where we can 
we got four radios, four people in our family, and everybody would have a radio. Even our youngest son will have a radio on him in case we are separated. Um, so the ham radios are actually on the same frequency range as the walkie-talkies. I know, I know, you don't have a tech or a ham radio operator's license, generator, gen, what is it, a technician license, and a, my mind just went blank, whatever the other license is to talk on them. I'll tell you right now, an SHTF grid down, I don't care, all right, because it's going to be basically an NRL uh, situation there, which is no rule of law. Laws are out the window. I don't think uh, too many people are going to be focusing on the airwaves. Uh, the FCC won't be focusing on their waves, especially if there's no power. But we're going to have these radios. They have a good range on them. Um, so definitely get you some uh, walkie-talkies. Like I said, preferably something with multi-channels on them so you can change channels if need be, especially if somebody has uh, intercepted your signal. Uh, it gives you more options to bypass people and, and communicate. Uh, compass, get yourself a good compass. Now, this is something that I would not uh, skimpy on. I would get something, uh, a decent, good, decent compass. Spend a little extra cash on that um, to uh, work. Don't get your kids' compass that they got out of a cereal box. or Do they still put toys in cereal boxes? Hmm. Something to think about. Anyways, um, yeah, get yourself a good compass. All right. Um, and learn how to use it. I know a lot of people don't use compasses, especially nowadays, man, with GPS and everything. Um, uh, most people don't know how to use a compass nowadays. So learn how to use one, all right? Get yourself a watch, a good watch, an analog watch, not digital, because in an EMP uh, event, that could wipe that watch out. Um, my wife actually bought me this really nice uh, watch for Father's Day, I believe it was. No, not Father's Day. Valentine's Day? I don't know. Anyways, it's a. Uh, it doesn't even have a battery, and it's one of those. As you move, it winds itself. Watches, you know. So even in a grid down, that watch is still going to work as long as that little dog keeps moving in it. And whenever I move, uh, it winds itself. So get you a good watch, a good analog watch. Uh, pepper spray. Um, I would even say as far as um, uh, wasp and uh, hornet spray. It's got that what that 10, 15 foot shot reach you know um those are that's good to have and it'll it'll burn someone's eyes if you get it in their face and it actually keeps them at a good bay or a good distance at bay uh in case they're trying to attack you uh a hand crank radio hand crank flashlight and a hand crank solar lantern or i'm sorry hand crank sorry hand cranked radio a hand cranked flashlight and a hand cranked or solar powered lantern all right now, you can buy all of those things in one um, one piece of equipment, all right? They have uh, it's a, it's a radio, flashlight, uh, lantern combination, solar, and hand crank. Um, it even comes with a charger, like a phone charger. And we'll get into that in just a second, too, on the phone issue. But uh, definitely want something that's hand cranked and, and or solar powered um, to uh, power up. Uh, so, you know, if you can, if, you know, if there's an area that doesn't have, uh, they didn't lose power or, you know, someone's managed to load up into an FM frequency or an AM, a low, uh, or like a shortwave frequency to get communications out. Um, you know, you can at least have something to listen to and, and grab a signal and get some information of what's going on. Um, now that does not mean follow that signal and go to where they're at because just because it sounds friendly does not mean it is friendly. All right, and we'll, we'll talk about that later on in another show. Because um, this is bug out bags. Uh, next, we're going to want a headlamp and rechargeable batteries. Um, rechargeable batteries are kind of iffy. Grid down, EMP, no power to recharge. Uh, they do make solar battery chargers you can find. So uh, get you one of those. They, they make real decent portable uh, foldable Solar chargers that you can just hang on, hook on your uh, bug out bag. Good to go, and while you're walking, they're charging. Uh, also, glow sticks. Glow sticks are good to have, and like I have actually mentioned too in the past, uh, when it comes to nighttime, you're not going to want to be seen too much. Uh, so, you know, keep that in mind when you're using glow sticks or flashlights at nighttime because those things are going to shine really bright in the middle of nowhere, in the darkness, and if there's anybody with an eye shot of it, they're going to see you and you've now become a target and you are now in danger. 
Next on the list is important documents in a in a waterproof bag, uh, like a Ziploc freezer bag, you know, waterproof. Um, or you can put these documents in a um, in a vacuum sealed bag and vacuum seal it, and it's good to go. All right, thing uh, important documents you're going to want to have on you and carry on you: uh, passports, deeds, and titles to your home and car. Uh, debatable. Once again, EMP grid down. That's what we're looking at. And it's kind of going to really not matter at that point, but some people are going to want to have that on them. Um, also bank info, insurance policies, health records. You're going to want a pencil with a waterproof notebook. They actually have these on Amazon. They have them at army surplus stores. Uh, the paper in them is waterproof. I say stay away from a pen because a pen is not waterproof, which I'm sure they make waterproof pens, but pencil because you can always erase and uh, reuse that same space that you just messed up writing on. Uh, also, uh, family photos. All right. Uh, definitely definitely leave the frames at home. Take the pictures out of the frame. Put them in a, a Ziploc baggie. Waterproof them up, okay? Um, family photos are a good way to help cope with things. Um or if you're separated, you know, you'll have pictures of, of your family members to say, you know, have you seen this person? You know, and maybe someone has. So uh, definitely have family photos. Like I say, for anything, just to help deal with things and cope with things. This is going to be a very stressful time. Uh, you're going to want paper road maps. You're going to need to study these things like now. Start learning them. Start studying them. Start getting used to how to read them. Um Stay away from GPS. Leave the GPS at home. Do not carry a GPS uh, for the main reason that a GPS will track you. And we're not going to want to be tracked uh, in an off-grid situation. You know, if we're if we're trying to be off-grid and invisible, GPS is the last thing we're going to going to want to have on us because you were just a beacon for satellites. Um, in fact, you're connected to the satellites. Duh. So definitely stay away from GPS. Get you some paper roadmaps of your area. Even, you know, go online, go on to Google Maps or whatever, and um, take you uh, print, uh, get prints of the, the, the area that you're in, where you're going to be traveling, uh, and have multiple copies. Get one for terrain, get one for just street view, get one for satellite view, zoom in on things, mark things drive out into the, that area and, you know, make sure that, you know, stuff is what it is on the map, you know, and I think go, go on people's property, but definitely drive out and survey the land, survey the area and learn it. All right. And compare it to your map. So you, you have a reference point of uh, what to look at. Also um, next is going to be a printed list of family and friends, names and addresses and phone numbers. Um, once again, phone numbers will kind of be pointless if it's an EMP or grid down, no power. But it's good to have them just in case by some chance the power were to come up sooner than normal. Um, might be able to, um, you know, locate loved ones or friends. Also, you're going to want to have cash. Uh, definitely carry small bills here. All right. Um, don't go walking around with just a stack of $100 bills. Uh, because when, when, when the grid initially goes down... It's going to be a cash system only because credit card machines aren't going to work. Um, carry small bills because people aren't going to have the means to change a $100 bill. So you're going to carry a lot of ones and a lot of fives. All right. That's just my opinion on that. Some people say tens and twenties, and that's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I just prefer ones and fives. They're smaller bills and keep them separate. You know, put 10 bucks here and 10 bucks there, you know, stuff like that. You don't want it all in one lump sum um, just in case happen to get robbed or something. At least you'll still have a little bit of cash on you. Also, uh, get yourself a good survival handbook. Um, you can buy these things that are actually small and compact, or you can get a big, giant, warm piece one. But any kind of survival handbook, the SAS survival handbook's a good one. Um, there's a lot of good ones out there. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, no, don't listen, read that one, read this one, because this guy over here is full of crap. When you read as many as I have, I'll tell you guys right now, they all say the same. It's all the same thing in them. So pick one. I prefer one that's small and compact that won't take up a lot of space in my bag. So just go out there, find you one, flip through it, find what works for you, and go with that. I'm not going to try to sway you guys in any way for anything. 
I haven't started and I'm not going to. All right. And I told you all that from the beginning of it all. All right. So anyways, next defense weapons. All right. Uh, my favorite, a firearm and some ammo. Yeah. Got to have a gun. Got to have a gun. Uh, now, my personal preference is going to be my sidearm, which is my Smith & Wesson MP 9mm, and my AR-556 due to high-capacity magazines. I'm not going to take my hunting rifle with me. That's already going to be staged up elsewhere, not on me, but my AR stays with me, once again, for the high-capacity magazines uh, in case I'm ever in a fire fight. I want to have as much ammo as I can get on me, and like with my 30 6 well, that's five, six rounds at a time, and then i got to reload. 12 gauge has got four to five rounds in it at a time, and then I got to reload. I want something with high capacity ammo in it. All right. Uh, now, uh, next on that there is going to be a gun cleaning kit. You're definitely going to have that to keep your guns clean. Nothing worse than a dirty gun because it's going to jam up, and then that gun is pointless. Uh, you're going to want a good fixed blade knife to do a little stabbing if you need to. And uh, and this is just a little optional extra piece here, too, that you might want to carry on you. I have one. I love it. Um, a riot baton. All right. Like one of them expendable, them extendable ones. All right. Those things are awesome. They got a little weight to them, but they're sturdy and they're good. Um, this is a good optional uh, weapon to have. It's quiet and it is effective, especially if you can sneak up on, uh, we'll say, an enemy. Um because uh, with my with my firearms, folks, I'm only going to fire my gun if I'm in a no-win-I'm-about-to-die situation. The reason for that is because gunfire is going to draw unwanted attention from all directions. So if I can sneak up on someone that I know is trying to hurt me or trying to hurt my family and I can whack them over the head with a right baton, I'm going to take that route and go on about my day. Um, once again, you don't want to do anything that's going to draw attention to yourself. You want to, you, you really want to be the gray man out there. You want to be invisible. You want to be either be invisible or you want to blend in. Um, and that's just for your own safety. All right. So keep that in mind, especially when, uh, you're out there with your firearms and stuff. Uh, you, you don't want to draw that attention to yourself. Now, a couple of extra things right here that we got on the list here for your bug out bag. These are going to be useful items for uh, improvising uh, improvising solutions, all right? Uh, you're going to put some safety pins on your uh, in your bag. Now, safety pins, you can just hook them on your bag, you know? They're, they snap on there. Or not snap, but, you know, pin on your bag for you. Uh, also, a crowbar for prying open doors um, because uh, you will be doing some B&Es. That's breaking and entering. Um, and uh, doing a little bit of thievery to survive. Um, it's just going to be the nature of the world that we're going to be living in, guys and gals. Um, you know, we're, we're going to be doing a lot of things in a grid-down SHTF situation that we never thought we would have to do. Things that, honestly, a lot of us couldn't fathom us doing it. But we're going to have to do it in order to survive, especially when, you know, your, your, your little child is standing there looking at you and saying, Mommy, Daddy, I'm starving, I'm hungry, you know, and you ain't got no food, you're going to do what you need to do to feed that kid. You may go hungry, but you're going to want to feed your baby. All right, so keep that in mind. So a crowbar, yeah, for a B&E and stealing stuff. <laughs> and I'm not promoting go do that right now. This is only in a survival mode situation. So let me go on record and say that. All right. It's not for breaking and entering and stealing right now. And I'm actually shaking my finger while I'm saying that to you guys. Uh, next up, we're going to want some zip ties. These things are awesome for tying down stuff um, and holding stuff together. Super glue. Get you some good super glue. Um, if, if, if the internet has taught me anything, Gorilla Glue is amazing. I know y'all have all seen the video of the lady that super glued her hair. Gorilla glued her hair. I know y'all saw that. So Gorilla Glue is um, it's some tough stuff. All right. Um, also, some dental floss. Now, yeah, use it for flossing your teeth, keeping your your teeth and your gums healthy. But you would be amazed at how strong dental floss is. Um, you know, it, it comes in that little box. You can put you know a bunch of those um, in your uh, in your bug out bag. A bunch of little uh, packages of dental floss, um, and you can use that to tie up uh, tie stuff together to build a shelter. 
tie brush together, tie sticks together to build you some shelter and everything and tie stuff down. Um, and this is how strong floss actually is. Even in prison, the inmates don't get floss. They don't get rolls of floss like the little box, like we can go buy, go at Walmart or Walgreens and buy. Um, they actually get little bitty floss, the little floss picks that a lot of people use nowadays um, because the string of uh, like a string of floss um, is actually strong enough to saw through like the metal bars in a jail. Um, and, uh, and even um, saw through the metal bars, uh, like anything metal really takes a minute to do, but you know, they got time. Um, it's even strong enough to uh, like cut someone's head off. You serious, Clark? Dead serious. All right. Now I've never seen it done, but I know it can be done. I've heard of it being done. Not, not because I was talking to people that have done it either. Okay, I've just heard it. Floss is strong. All right, let's move on from that. All right, uh, a sewing kit. Uh, sewing kit. Uh, and back to the floss with a sewing kit. Floss is actually a great alternative to uh, thread uh, with the right size needle. You can use thread for sewing. So get yourself a good little sewing kit. Buy you an extra set of needles, some good uh, larger size needles to go in your sewing kit, to go with your floss, to sew stuff and uh, put stuff together, sew clothes back together and stuff like that. So there you go. All right. And uh, petroleum jelly. I've been waiting to get to this one here. I don't know why. It just sounds really cool. Uh, petroleum jelly. As I mentioned earlier under uh, the fire starters uh, with the cotton balls with the petroleum jelly soaked fire starters, um, petroleum jelly is uh, very flammable and it burns for a good while. It's got a good slow burn to it, um, good igniting point, um, and it's it's it it'll it'll burn slow to get you a good fire going. Okay, so all you got to do is just take that cotton ball, swab a little bit uh, of um. Petroleum jelly onto your cotton ball. Light the dry part of that cotton ball and let it catch on fire. That petroleum jelly will eventually uh, catch on fire, burn real good and hot to get you um, uh, get your fire going. Sorry, I had to mute that for a second and get a drink. I thought it was really dry. All right. So, having said all that, I know there are some things that I did miss on this list here, but this is the... Um, main gist of everything that you're going to need. Everybody's bag is going to be different. Once again, according to what region of the country you live in or what area of the world you live in, everyone's bag and needs will be met differently. My my bag is going to be different from my wife's bag. All right. And we live together. My kids' bags are going to be different from each other and they're going to be different from mine and my wife's bag. So everybody's going to have you know, different stuff that they're going to need, extra things here, less things there. So keep that in mind. Once again, this list here is just a general overview of what should go into your bag, what you should have. Um, so um, I know, and also I know there's a few things that y'all are uh, wondering about, like your phone. And I said that earlier, uh, the, the, the phone, you're just going to want to leave that, leave that at home. Don't take it with you. Cause just like the GPS, the phone is a tracking device. And if you are trying to flee in an area that is like under on a, let's say martial law, like the grid hasn't gone down. There's no EMP. We still got power, but you've gone under martial law. We've gone into this insane realm of reality where the government has completely taken over and you want to flee. Um, Remember, guys, the, the government will go to great measures to find people trying to run. Um, and that's even, you know, track your phone. They will do that. And never for any reason ever underestimate the toys of the government when it comes to tracking and finding people. We're talking infrared, night vision stuff, you know. I mean, they'll put drones in the sky. They will – they'll hunt and they will find and they will – they'll, you know, they'll have snipers out there waiting all right, so leave your phone at home. That's why I didn't put it on this list. That's why I didn't put a phone charger on the list because I'm not carrying my phone. Me and my wife have an understanding that if we have to bug out, the phones will stay at our resident and probably be destroyed before we leave because it's got information on it. It's Google searching information, stuff like that. We'll probably soak them in water, smash them up with a hammer, do whatever we do whatever we got to do to dispose of the phone. So leave the phone at home. That's why I didn't mention it. Um, also, you're going to want to watch the weight on your bug out bag. Um, all of these items are um, 
all these items that uh, we have listed tonight are going to be uh, are going to be a need per bag uh, situation. Um, once again, some things are going to differ. Some things are going to change. Um, you know, there'll be some extra things that you might need to put in your bag for you versus your significant other versus your kids. So keep that in mind. Um, now, I only say that uh, these uh, all these items that I listed are going to be um, on a uh, need per bag basis here. So everything that I listed needs to go into every bag. Now, I only say this because you got to take in consideration. What if you and your party get separated? All right. Each person is going to need these things. They're going to need these supplies. Um, um, so to 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 basically survive. All right. So that's why I say on the tent thing, each individual bag needs their own small tent. You don't need to buy a big, ginormous, multi-person family tent. You need individual tents uh, to carry. Anyway, sorry, got my phone blowing up right now. Keeps growing my attention. Maybe I should just flip it upside down. There we go. Problem solved. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, do, 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 do. got out of my notes again, looked the other way, and lost my spot. Uh, each person is going to need these supplies, so once your bag is complete, it is a great idea to go on long hikes with it and practice surviving. Um, you know, do... You know, kind of mock situations where you're out in the woods, you know, go out in the woods, just take your bag, all right, and um, practice with everything in your bag. Um, now, of course, for a dry run, take your phone with you with a backup charger for emergencies. Definitely want to have that. We don't need a 187-hour situation going on where you got to chop off your arm with a pocket knife. Um, but definitely take your phone with you with a backup charger, preferably a solar charger, and you can just hook that solar charger on your backpack, let it charge while you're out hiking and stuff. Um, also with your bug out bag, you were going to want to sit at home and practice taking the items out of your bag and reloading it up. Um, you need to have a space or a place in your bag for each item. You need to know where that item is in your bag. Uh, once you have that down to where you know where everything is in your bag, practice taking everything out and putting back in blindfolded. I know sounds crazy. But it, like I said, it is crucial to know that bag. That bag should be second nature because that is going to be your survival, your 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 survival lifeline out there. When you're on, you know, whether you're on your own or you're with your family or with your group, that bag is your 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 survival lifeline. All right. Once again, um, the the you need to know this stuff. Uh, you need to know where the contents are of it. You don't want to be in an emergency situation and looking for your first aid kit or looking even, even with your first aid kit, you don't want to be in a, in a situation where you need medical attention and you're digging through a first aid kit, looking for your, your, your chest seal, you know, to put over, you know, for a gunshot wound or getting stabbed, you know, you want to know where that's at in your back. All right. So learn your equipment, study it, study it, study it i cannot stress that enough all right so having said all of that we have finally covered bug out bags for episode number 10 of the union underground like i said next week guys we are going to come at you with a new intro song we're gonna uh we got some lined up that we're looking at don't know which one we're gonna pick yet i don't know maybe i'll play them on put them on facebook and do an insta poll and let y'all pick how's that sound which that means you got to go to Facebook, like our Facebook page. That way you can hear them and check them out. Might do it. Don't know. I know I got to get my wife to listen to them and get her opinion on them because I like her opinion on things. So having said all of that, that is going to take us through another round of the Union Underground, folks. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow the show on whichever platform you get us on. Share us with everyone so we can keep uh, building that listener base up because it is growing almost weekly, it seems like. All right. Uh, then after you have done all that there, you need to head over to our Facebook page and give us a like and a share over there at The Union Underground. Uh, and if you want to come on the show and talk about prepping or if you have a, po- a product that you would like to share with the world, and like I say, with the world because we got our international listeners, 
I see you over there in Denmark. I know you're listening. Been talking to you. I'm getting your shirt ready. Waiting on them uh, wristbands to come in. I'm getting you hooked up, brother. Um, uh, once again, if uh, you got a product, you just want to come on the show, reach out to us at the Union Underground Podcast at gmail.com. Give us a holler. We'll get you lined up. We'll get you hooked up over here. We'll bring you on the show. No hesitations about it. Also, we still have some stickers left along with uh, the wristbands that are on their way and church are coming soon. Also coming with uh, the new website that we are working on and about to fire off here in the very near future. And you can get the stickers and all that other stuff through our, the same email at the Union Underground Podcast at gmail.com, which I just said that and I sound like I'm repeating myself. Let's close this out. All right. You guys and gals, stay safe. Stay vigilant. Remember, there ain't nothing to it but to do it. When you do it, act like you're used to it. God bless every single one of you. I love you guys so much. Y'all are awesome. Thank you again for sp- thank you again for spending some of your time with us here. And like always, we're here. We're ready. We are the Union Underground. Bye. <laughs>